0: This is the Cliff Yates Show. Personal growth, motivation, inspiration, and philosophies for a great life. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. This is the Cliff Yates Show. Thanks for checking in. And today, I actually want to thank my bullies. I'm thanking my bullies today, back in back in my younger years because I think they were the impetus for me getting involved in health and fitness, at least originally maybe even into my stand-up comedy career. When I think back of my high school days, when I, there was a time in school, right, where we're all equal, we're about the same size. And then we all get those growth spurts. And I had an extreme growth spurt in high school where I went quickly to six foot two. When I graduated high school, I was six foot two, 135 pounds. You can imagine how skinny I was. And people brought it up to me. And I don't know why that really hit me so hard. Because uh, certainly through no fault of my own, I did not want to be that skinny. Or be called bag of bones, pencil neck. What happened to your, you have no butt. Why are you so skinny? And I don't know why those things really impacted me and uh, so it's maybe because of that that I wanted to be liked and maybe that's why when I would see comedians on the Merv Griffin show the Mike Douglas show Johnny Carson then I would uh, remember I could memorize their routines just by seeing them once on television and then I would perform those for my family friends and eventually in high school in front of the class in the lunchroom, I would have requests in the lunchroom to do certain routines and uh, make the whole lunchroom laugh, and that's how I first got into comedy. So maybe it was that desire to be liked or and overcome that I just had a a deep distaste for how I looked, and uh, I so much did not want to be that skinny that I became obsessed with trying to get bigger and i wanted to play sports i was friends with a lot of uh, my fellow students in the, in our school that played sports and so i wanted to play sports very badly and i i just couldn't do it i tried football and uh you know they just ran over me i just was too skinny too light and i shot baskets for hours on end in my driveway and i became a good shot but i wanted to get on that basketball team and i did not make the team and uh boy that was really killing me, but they did ask me to be the announcer for the basketball games, and I loved it. That became uh, one of my great joys, was becoming the announcer for our home basketball games. And Then I uh, ended up trying out for uh, a couple plays, and I was picked. Finally, I found something that I was being picked for, and so the performing arts was probably something that I was destined to follow follow up in later in life. I think that was the impetus, but I did become obsessed with trying to get bigger. And I think because of that, so for several years, I read every bodybuilding magazine, every muscle and fitness, every powerlifting magazine, every article on how to get bigger, what nutrition, what to eat to get bigger, what kind of routines to, uh, to use to get yourself bigger, to uh, gain body mass, and I would just read all those articles over and over again, and then I, gradually over time, I developed the knowledge of uh, really um, you know bodybuilding knowledge. But I always had trouble putting on the weight, but I was obsessed with getting that done. And I had a, a foot a, a coach in in high school. He encouraged me to lift weights, and I remember I had a couple teachers who encouraged me to uh, keep keep up the weight training, and I got some weights in my in my house. I had my own little gym going on, and I started to make some gains. And then after I graduated high school, I had a job at uh, a supermarket in the next town over, and I was able to during my workday I could have six quarts of whole milk a day, so I would drink. Six quarts of whole milk a day. On top of that, I would have about a half a dozen eggs a day. Because I was reading all these bodybuilding articles on these bodybuilders who would uh, bulk up in the off-season. And then in the competitive season, they would strip down and try to keep their muscle but get rid of the fat. A very unhealthy way to live. And I was probably uh, very unhealthy in my methods of trying to gain weight. But I did gain a lot of knowledge in bodybuilding, exercise, and I took all that in. Now, later in life, I was able to learn the importance of a cardiovascular health, and I was able to con- combine my knowledge of weightlifting, weight training, and bodybuilding with a new knowledge in cardiovascular health and aerobic health. And so I was able to combine. So I think today now I've got the balance pretty good so that we can apply those things for a uh, life longevity, and but I have to thank my bullies because I don't think I would have had that drive to thrive had I not been so uh, body shamed into my skinniness that it became such a sickening feeling that I didn't want to have that, and so it really drove me every day to be in the gym, and after graduating high school, I actually went from weighing 135 185 in one year 50 pounds of weight gain granted it was not all healthy muscle weight gain a lot of it was fat i actually was so happy to have fat around my waist after being so skinny for so long and unable to put weight on to have this to have this bulk i was i didn't even care if it was unhealthy i had no interest in uh in the health side of it i wanted to get bigger to get size And uh, I made that happen, probably not in the healthiest way. But then later, after I uh, moved to California and I joined the L.A. Sheriff's Department, where the focus, starting from the academy, is more on running, uh, heart health, cardiovascular health. And that's when, uh, because I I had no trouble in the academy with pull-ups, push-ups, anything to do with strength. But when it came to running, and the, and the LA Academy, the LA Sheriff's Academy focuses a lot on running. I really struggle with my running, and then later when I started to get more knowledge in being healthy uh, and not dying young, that's when I started to combine my knowledge of weight training with with uh, health knowledge, and so I think I've struck a balance today with that. But I have to thank my bullies in the beginning. Without them, maybe I wouldn't have had the drive to be in that gym every day. When I worked as a deputy sheriff in upstate New York, I would work from midnight till 8 o'clock in the morning. Then at 8 o'clock in the morning, I would drive 35 minutes into Rochester, New York, to the House of Iron to do my hour of weight training exercise before I then went home and uh, slept the day away until I had to go to work later that night. So I want to thank my bully bullies for that, got my interest into weight training and bodybuilding. In fact, uh, just out of high school, I went to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania to watch the Mr. Universe contest, and I remember seeing Chris Dickerson, I think, won that contest. Later, I met him in Santa Monica, California. When I got out to California, I joined Gold's Gym in Venice, and I got to see everybody, Lou Ferrigno, Arnold Schwarzenegger, all these big... Bodybuilders. I remember meeting Carl Weathers, and uh, he was training before he filmed one of the Rocky movies, and uh, it was fascinating to have studied all these great bodybuilders uh, in high school growing up, and then now to be in California at the Mecca of bodybuilding in Venice, California, Gold's Gym, and uh, to meet these people in person or to be working right out next to them in the same gym was uh, just phenomenal. And I ended up actually uh, in the L.A. Sheriff's Department. One of my best friends was a com- competing bodybuilder that I would, who I would train with. And he would, uh, he would rank pretty high in the Mr. L.A. contest every year. In fact, two to three years in a row, he won best abs in the L.A. contest. And he never worked his abs. It was all diet. He would bulk up in the off-season to about 205 pounds. And then for competition... He'd get right down to about one, I remember, 167, 168, ripped, and he would win best abs. He always told me, your abs get enough work uh, doing the other exercises. It's all diet, and it certainly was. And it was uh, mentally tough for me, having grown up wanting to gain weight and get bigger and be a bodybuilder, but I really could never compete or be a bodybuilder because of the genetic makeup of my body. As I've talked about before, my legs could never gain only so much size, no matter what I do. So that was not going to happen. But I'm working out with all these bodybuilders in uh, Gold's Gym and World Gym in Santa Monica. And in my workout partner, who's a competitive bodybuilder, of course, he is on uh, cycles of steroids. And so the the uh, temptation to uh to use steroids or try them was very big and i never did it i never there was a voice in my head whether it was god or something else told me don't do it as much as i was tempted on many occasions to try it or do it uh i didn't do it and mentally and ego-wise that was tough because here i'm working side by side with uh my buddy who's a competitive bodybuilder and the astronomical differences between the weights he is using and the weights I'm using, and the size he is, and the size I am, ego-wise, you're tempted uh, just because I wanted to gain that size, and uh, even at that time, but uh, I never, I never went there. But to this day, I still feel the need and the desire always to be weight training and uh, bodybuilding to a certain extent. But also, I'm combining that with my cardiovascular health for for a complete complete uh, to be healthful completely and so it's very important to have uh, not just you, to be strong but to be to be healthy uh, internally organ wise and, and, and all around but I thank my bullies because of you people uh, it put me on a path to uh, staying strong, exercise, weight training and uh, a big thanks to you maybe you, want to thank your bullies if you had anybody uh, in that in that realm maybe back in high school maybe you can thank them maybe uh, they were the impetus for you to have a drive to uh, to do something I remember going back to uh, my 20 uh, year high school reunion and uh, not a lot of the of the uh, my friend football players but there was a couple there was a couple who in high school I mean their physical fitness and prowess really uh, outshadowed me and so it was kind of gratifying to come back to the 20 year reunion and uh, I'm in great physical physical health and uh, strength and uh, a couple of them were a little bit out of shape overweight and uh, it was kind of shocking to see some of them as I, because I remembered them back in the day in their football prowess years and now 20 years later, I'm returning, so I haven't seen them, so it was kind of shocking for a couple of them. Of course, many were still in pretty good shape, but uh, it was just surprising that a couple a couple of them had changed dramatically in their physical appearance, uh, not in a good way. So that was just something, gave me a little bit of a smile, and uh, so I thank my bullies today. That is the theme of today's podcast and maybe you should thank your bullies if you had any because I think they're responsible for a lot of people going into stand-up comedy uh the the theater arts and uh maybe the entertainment industry or becoming maybe uh entrepreneurs and billionaires so let's all thank our bullies today everybody that's the podcast for today and if you're watching and or listening on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. It helps. It helps tell YouTube to spread the word around to other people and show the video to them. And if you're listening on one of the podcast platforms, maybe Amazon Music, iTunes, Spotify, subscribe to the podcast, please, and leave a comment. Comments help. You're great. See you at the next episode.